We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now let me carry you into the New Testament again, the words of Jesus in chapter 15. Now the setting here is that they've challenged Jesus because his disciples eat with unwashed hands. Now you know that's a big deal for them. And uh, listen to what Jesus said about it. Verse 11, Matthew 15, verse 11. Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. It's not what's going in you, what you eat that defiles you. He says it's what's coming out of your mouth that's going to defile you. Now, he gets stronger with that. Let's come on down here a few verses. Let's read verse 17. Do not ye understand that whatsoever entereth into the mouth goeth into the belly, and is cast out into the draught? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. Words spoken that are abundantly in the heart, they defile you. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulterers, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashing hands defileth not the man. So the importance of words spoken, even as far as the law of faith is concerned, is important. But yet when it involves the angels and the ministering spirits, you're subject to provoking angels if you speak the wrong things, and you're subject to releasing angels when you speak in agreement with the word of the living God. Now, God's word is his will for man, and man's will should be his word. Now, let me share this with you. This is what the Spirit of God said to me one time when I was praying in the Spirit and meditating on some of these things. He said, man was created in the image of God and in his likeness. He says, God's word is his will for man. Now, there's no doubt about that. God doesn't say one thing and will something else to come to pass. His word and his will are one. In fact, God and his word are one. John said, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And said the word was made flesh. So if the word was with God, the word was God, then God and his word are one. Now, that being true, and we're created in the image of God, then man's word should be his will. Now, I said should be. Not all time is it our will, because sometimes, especially if we get negative, we say a lot of things that we really don't mean. I'm still working on it. <laughs> I still have to work at this thing. You don't ever relax in this. If you do, that old negative stuff will creep right back in. It's a daily thing that you have to hold fast to the Word of God and stand against the negative stream of life that's around us daily. But you see, we have to set ourselves in a position that we're going to say what God says and be in agreement with God and not allow these negative things to proceed out of our mouth because they influence what we believe, the things that we say. And not only that, the angels are listening to them. And the Lord said to me that your word should be your will toward me, and my word is my will toward you. 
Now, he said the angels understand this, that man should speak only his will. Now, I want to say that again. You ought never to speak anything that is not your will, as far as speaking things, you know. You get disgusted and people will say, well, I'll tell you, this business is going down the drain for sure. Well, now, see, you're disgusted, you're hard-hearted, and you're saying that off the top of your head, but it's subject to provoking angels. It's contrary to the Word of God. It's what the Bible calls being hard-hearted, disgusted with the situation. Now, we all face that, but we have to learn to deal with it. If there's ever one thing in life that will put you under is becoming negative that way in the things of life that and having a pity party. So what we need to do is do what the Word of God tells us. The Lord said to me, or the Spirit of God said to me this, your word should be your will toward God. The same as my word is my will toward you. And the angels take your words as being your will. Regardless of what your real will is, the things you're speaking out of your mouth is assigning them or calling them off of their assignments. Now, as we study through the Scriptures here, we'll find that this is the way that people got angels involved in their situation. It's by speaking faith-filled words. Speaking words in line with the Word of God and their will. It was their will. And I'll tell you, when we talk all kinds of foolishness and say all kinds of things that are not in agreement with the Word of God, it grieves the heart of God, it provokes angels, and it causes all kinds of problems physically, financially, and spiritually, and psychologically with you as an individual. I'll tell you, when you just buckle down to it, you'll find that the things Jesus taught about our words and the things that we release out of our mouth will affect you in every phase of your life. Faith cometh by hearing. When you're speaking things that you do not believe, that you do not want to come to pass, but you're doing it because of hard-heartedness, it is producing faith in that thing you're speaking. It actually ends up being perverted to fear, and then it will come to pass. But if we'll follow after what the Word of God says, then things will be different for us, and it'll be for the better. Now, I want us to get into talk about judging angels. Did you know in 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, verse 3, Paul says, Know ye not that ye shall judge angels? Now, the context of this is quite interesting because the context of it was that they were going to law with one another and carrying each other into court, suing what we call suing one another. Now, he said, Here you are, you're a Christian, you're born again, you're a child of God, you're a saint, <laughs> and here you are taking this other saint before an unjust judge or unjust individuals to judge between you in a matter. And he said, you'd be better off to just suffer wrong than to do that. He said, why would you want the unjust judging you? Don't you know that you being a saint, we're going to judge angels? Now, have you ever thought about it? What angels is he talking about? What angels are we going to judge? Well, somebody said, I believe we're going to judge the fallen angels. Well, I'm not so sure about that. I really don't believe that because they already know their fate. 
No need of judging them. They're already judged. The fallen angels have had it. There is no salvation for angels. So it's not the fact that we're going to judge angels. Those that left their habitation, they're reserved in everlasting chains into darkness unto the day of judgment. Judgment will be passed on them. We're not going to judge them. Well, now what are we going to judge? Well, I personally believe that we're going to judge our own angels, the angels that are assigned to us, the angels that we have that God has given to us that could help us in this life, the angels that we've gotten involved with us. Now, when we speak things and complain and speak against the Word of God, then we're going to end up having what we say. And don't go blaming the angel for it. Now, when we teach on this, I know that sometimes you're going to leave some things unsaid. But be careful that you don't take it and go off in some areas and get into trouble like one individual I heard that they said, well, they fired their angel. <laughs> you better be careful about firing your angel. And what they did, they got all upset about their angel, said somebody broke in and stole their furniture or something, and they got mad because their angel didn't keep them from stealing their furniture, so they said they fired their angel. Well, you know, some people, now I don't know in that situation, so I'll not judge in it, but some people, they believe that they can just go around commanding angels. Now, see, there has to be some common sense used in this thing. In anything you go at, you're going to have to use some common sense. Now, if you go off and leave your house unlocked, purposely, I mean, just say, well, I've signed angels to watch over my house, so I'm not going to lock it, and just leave things around where people can pick them up. It's a temptation to people. It's a temptation for a thief. And you're tempting those people. And it's not good. And besides that, you're not supposed to overwork your angel. Now, they get in your house and steal your furniture, and you didn't have it locked and could have locked it, Shame on you. Don't blame the angel. They're not here to do things that we are supposed to do. They're here to help us administer for us in things that we can't do. Now, if you go off and you forgot to lock your house or something, I believe that you can call for supernatural protection over your property until you get it taken care of. But don't just be foolish about things. People do things, and they call it faith. Well, I'm believing God. My angel's going to do so-and-so. Well, it's not really faith at all. It's presumption because they just get completely out of line. Well, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to let my angel take care of it. Well, you know my old car's missing, but I asked my angel to fix it. I'm going on to so-and-so when they drive right by the repair shop and expect their angel to do something about it. Now, you ought not have to say these things, but you do. You know, if you could get an angel to fill your car up with gas, and if you could get an angel to change the spark plugs, well, when it came time to overhaul the motor, you'd want him to overhaul the motor. Well, the angels are not going to do those sorts of things. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all of this week we have a CD offer number 7248. It's entitled, How to Win Battles, Be Successful, and Influence Angels. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Did you know that angels will get out and work for you on business deals if you'll keep God's Word in your mouth? 
God has given them authority on the earth to do what comes out of our mouth. Let me read you the scripture in Psalms 103, verse 19, 20. It said, The Lord prepared his throne in the heavens, but his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Now notice, the angels hearken to the voice of God's word. They excel in strength. They can do whatever needs to be done, but they hearken to the voice of God's word. Now let me ask you, if they listen to you daily, would they hear you giving voice to God's word? Or would they hear you giving voice to the devil's word? When you're talking against God's word, you're talking the devil's language. And you'll attract his attention and he'll get right in there with you and help you do it more. But now, you win battles and influence angels by keeping God's word in your mouth. That's the way Jesus overcame the world, the flesh, and the devil. He said, it is written, it is written, it is written. He just kept talking about what was written in the word of God. And if you keep that word in your mouth... You'll give angels assignment. They're listening to hear what you're saying. If what you say agrees with the Word of God and His promises, they have an assignment. Be careful what you utter in the presence of angels. That's offer number 7248, How to Win Battles, Be Successful, Influence Angels. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.